Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hey everybody, and welcome to Forbes Factors, my favorite hour of the week. And I'll tell you what, um, let me ask you a question. How organized is your social media? Is your social media working for you or against you? You know, so often I'll have people, and we'll look at their Facebook page, and my favorite or least favorite thing is when they say, well, that's my personal page. Hey guys, let me, a little news flash about Facebook. There is no personal page if I can find it. That means it's a public page. So stop putting pictures of your cats, your dogs, and you go into the bathroom because that doesn't serve you as an entrepreneur. Well, one of the social medias that's probably the most powerful, and I want to say least mis- misunderstood, is LinkedIn. Raise your hand if you are on LinkedIn. I see a couple of you not raising your hand. What are you doing? What do you mean you're not on LinkedIn? LinkedIn is the yellow pages of the world. Oh, wait, you don't know what Yellow Pages is. Dang, I'm older than that, huh? It means that it is designed to connect people on a business level. So for those of you taking cute little snapshots on Instagram or like I do chatting on Clubhouse, if you truly want to up your business, LinkedIn is the place to be. But wait, nobody teaches you how to do it? I know that. Well, my first guest is, she looked at me, she's like, you could do so much better on your LinkedIn. I'm like, what? She's like, you can get two to five leads and, and make lots and lots of money. I'm like, no. And she's like, yeah. And I said, well, then come on and prove it. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the LinkedIn expert and one of my dear friends, please welcome to the stage, Miss Rhonda Schur. The Schur Method. Hello, baby girl. How are you? I am so awesome, Dr. Forbes. And how are you? I'm good. So what did you think of that intro? Social media. I thought that was awesome. It is absolutely one of the banes of my existence. How many hours have I spent social mediaing? And what is the ROI? What is the return? Ugh, I don't know. I, I can't decide if it's good, better, and different. All I know is I couldn't live without it. So welcome, welcome. Where are you calling in from today? I am in Carlsbad, California, right north of San Diego. I live three blocks from the beach. Life is good. <laughs> Carlsbad is one of the sexiest places in the entire country of the U.S. If you guys have not been right outside of San Diego, oh, my God, you guys have special air down there. You really do. All right, so let's get to this. Let's have, tell everybody a little bit about Miss Rhonda. Well, it's kind of an interesting story. Um, You know, I I didn't start out as a LinkedIn expert by any means. I actually started out my life as a paralegal, believe it or not, in the days when people went para what, right? (laughs) And and so what I found was I really wasn't cut out for a J-O-B. You know, I just didn't like having a boss and I also just didn't like uh, working for somebody else. I really knew that I was an entrepreneur. And- um, Are your parents entrepreneurs? No, actually, they weren't, believe it or not. I had a stay-at-home mom. I had a stay-at-home mom where I got my black belt in shopping from. I learned how to be a black belt in shopping from my mom. (laughs) And my dad was a carpenter. So everywhere, I grew up in Boston, and everywhere we went, he would show us the buildings that he was responsible for putting up. So there wasn't any entrepreneurs in my family. Got it. And so you just somehow got this bug. I did. I did. You know, I think that um, I had a mom who was super, super outgoing and friendly, never met a stranger. 
And I think I got that bug. And what I learned was that there was always somebody new to meet. And you never know what door is going to open when you meet that new person. What? So I, you know, I left that corporate world. And how I became an entrepreneur was actually an interesting story. Because I was selling, in those days, Legal Shield, prepaid legal. Right. And, yeah. And so we had moved to another city. And I started to network because that's what I did. And I was looking to grow my team and get out there. I was selling group. And one day, somebody came up to me and they said, hey, would you are one of the best networkers we've ever seen. Would you give a talk to our group? And I went, sure. And I thought they wanted me to talk about Legal Shield. And guess what? I said, oh, no, 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 no. We've watched you. We want you to tell us how you network. And I was like, oh. Okay, so I basically started giving talks and the same question came up every single time. Well, when are you going to write a book? So I wrote a book, 2005. I called it The Two Minute Networker. And the premise, yeah, and the premise was you're two minutes and two people away from your next referral. And I used to say, basically, just do the two things your mother taught you not to do. Talk to strangers and master the F word, follow up. And take candy. (laughs) Yeah. And and the funny thing was with that book, if you're if you know who Bob Berg is with the go-giver, right? Well, I had actually uh, bought one of his programs many, many years ago. And so I reached out to him and I I actually got him on the phone. And I said, You sound like you're from Boston. He said, Yeah, I know that accent. Well, it turned out that my dad and his dad grew up together. And so when I re-released the Two Minute Networker, he wrote the forward on it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it is. And then I went, and when LinkedIn came out, I realized, well, wait a minute. And you can really appreciate this, Forbes. There was no female face to LinkedIn in those days. There were lots of men, but no females. Mari Smith was the face of Facebook. But there was, right? And I knew Mari, and I still know Mari. And so... I wrote a book called The ABCs of LinkedIn, Get LinkedIn or Get Left Out, self-published it. Oh, my God. You know, I didn't know about this. Actually, I'm working on a book called The ABCs of Pitching. I had no idea. I did not copy you. I had no idea you did all this. How prolific are you? And the book was $99. And I, everywhere I spoke, I just went over to Kinko's and just would get a copy. And I'd sell out everywhere I went. And the challenge was that LinkedIn, every time you sneeze, it changes. So the book went out of date, right? But what happened, and this is kind of the fun part, I really loved LinkedIn because like being a paralegal, it was just logic. It was so easy for me to be able to connect the dots and learn how to use it. And as it changed, I just kept learning how it changed and sharing it with people. So my life was basically just giving talks, sharing, and helping people with LinkedIn. Let's go back for a second before LinkedIn. And it's funny because I also discovered it. I've got my my 30,000 max. I actually met a guy named Carl White. Have you ever met met, run into him? Oh, Carl White is with the mortgage animals, isn't he? Yes, yes. I've actually spoken for those guys, and I know him. Yeah, he's one of the early LinkedIn Wow. Crazy small world. All right, so let's go back to networking, though, to start with. So I'm a weird little introvert. And as outgoing as I am on stage, on radio, uh, around people I know, uh, networking, not my favorite thing to do. I get a little confused about it. Give me a couple of tips on networking. 
Well, that's easy. Okay. So you notice something about somebody, right? So when we used to actually go out and see people, I would oh, see those somebody. COVID days. I remember those. Remember those days? Yeah. And I said, oh my gosh, you're a Chico's gal. And they go, well, how do you know? I go, well, it's the only place I can say I'm a size two. Of course I know Chico's. <laughs> oh, I like, if you guys don't know, and I love you for saying that the way you just said it. Guys, it's a funny thing. Chico's is a women's store. I love them because they got the coolest necklaces. It was like grown-up clothes, but their sizing, as opposed to like two, four, six, and eight, it was one, two, or three. That's the only size they had. Was or, like, zero, or zero. Or zero, right? right. Which is such a brilliant idea. I always thought that they should always, if I was selling clothes, I would make them a size smaller so that a woman who was normally a size 12 could fit in a size 8 and feel good about her life, right? Yes, exactly. So I would see somebody and I would find something positive to say about them. And I would always, I, I was a Chico's gal. So I could say, oh, wow, you're a Chico's gal. And then we'd start a conversation. Or if I saw a gentleman... And in those days, they actually wore ties. I would say, I know that's a Nordstrom tie. My husband has that tie. You have very good taste. So what did I do? I took the, the dating thing right off the table because I mentioned I had a husband. Oh. I, I gave him a compliment. So it, it wasn't a flirting situation. And then I would open it up with a question and say, well, for somebody that has such good taste in ties, what is it that you do for a living for the world? And that's how... I would open a conversation. All right. So then the next question is, and I think this is a big thing for me. Let's assume that we could do the conversation part. And now I would come home because at some point I did network a lot, I guess. But I would come home with a stack of business cards. What's your follow-up secret? How does it turn? Uh, so I, <clears throat> back in the day, Forbes, I created something called the Biz Card Caddy. And it was a way that you could actually put the card in this little business card caddy. It was die cut and write notes about the person. So when you got home, okay. you would immediately send that person something personal to say, it was so great meeting you at XYZ Chamber. I really want to hear more about. And all of a sudden, what you've made the connection. And just using that little business card caddy, I mastered that F word. Girlfriend, where were you like 20 years ago? I so could have used a little push because I just I didn't do that. I'm like the words, I don't know. I would get the, they'd sit home. At some point I'd stick them in a book or something, but very rarely followed up. What a waste of my time. So you've got a skill. Do you think that most people are good or bad networkers? The truth is most people are not good networkers because you know what? They're out there doing that spray and pray. It's like, hi, would you like my business card? Well, you know, you've had a first date, right? You've got this amazing Joshua, right? Was the first thing that he said to you was, hey, Forbes, let's go home and let me see your bank account and let's discuss where we're going to live and how many... No, you have a courting process. Well, networking is exactly the same, but most people don't do that. They, they don't qualify you. They don't know anything about you. And yet they want to sell you. I don't think so. <laughs> Now, back then, were you getting people involved in your legal shield business? Is that why? I, I, I still get paid from it, and I haven't touched it in 15 years. Wow. All right. Well, that's pretty phenomenal. I'm sorry. I, yeah, that's pretty phenomenal. All right. So now this thing called LinkedIn comes out, and it just makes total sense to you, right? It does. It does. But how would you describe LinkedIn to somebody who's really not sure what this platform is about? Well, I would first start by telling you what it's not. Okay. At least for our audience, it is not necessary. It, it, it is a place for job hunters and it is a place to find great employees. But 
the, and the way that I work it, it is a place to the largest business networking platform in the world. So it is the place where somebody's going to check you out and it's where you're going to go check them out because we all live by that one word, Google. So I invite everybody here to go Google themselves. Right. And you know what? 70% of the time, your LinkedIn profile is going to show up on the first page of Google. And I'll tell you a quick story. Oh, okay. So my daughters are now 30 and 32. But when they were young, they thought it would be very cool to Google all the moms. So they went out and they Googled all the moms. And they came back to my daughters and they said, hey, there's like 10 pages on your mom. Is she famous or something? Because you know that every time you go out and you speak, and I spoke all the time, that people will show up on Google because they're promoting the event, right? And they said, oh, no, my mom doesn't even have a job. She just talks. I love that. Oh, my gosh. So the thing is, is that why is LinkedIn important and what would I describe it as? It is the largest business networking platform owned by Microsoft where people are going to go to check you out. And you now have the world at your fingertips because since COVID, maybe some of us have gone back to a hybrid. Maybe a little bit we're going back to in-person But the reality is that so much of us, so many of us have gotten spoiled. Like, I love your masterminds. They're amazing. Did you go last night, by the way? I didn't go last night. Oh, baby girl, you should get a recording of this. I had one of my friends who stars in General Hospital. The room went nuts. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Yeah. And, And, you know, it's funny because I have looked at the people in the mastermind, and then I'll go on LinkedIn, and I'll say... Hey, I noticed you were on the Forbes Riley Mastermind. I'd love to connect with you. I'm also part of Forbes community. Let's connect. So it's an awesome, awesome way to reach out to people. And when I look at the profile, I learn so much about them. Right. Tell what they do, what their charities are, where they went to school, you know, what other people think about them. You know, all of this information in one place. Where else can you find that? You can't. And 40% of people check LinkedIn every day. That's pretty cool, right? That's amazing. And I don't think it's, you know, I, I spent time there for a while and I haven't, you know, I love the fact that you've reignited this in me because it does make so much sense. So guys, if you are on LinkedIn, I would behoove you to take a look at your profile because one of the things that Rhonda talks about is how to leverage this to get leads, which is what every business needs, right? Now, did, Absolutely. Did you create all of this on your own? I did. And, and the backstory behind it, and I know this is one of the things I learned from you, Forbes, right? Because I took your, um, what, what's the word? It was the pres- yeah, exactly. And you have to create your backstory, right? You got to learn what it is. Well, it's interesting because for me, I was married for 28 years. Now, here's the part that's kind of cool. When I first got married, my husband said, I have only one request. I said, oh, what's that? He said, please don't make more money than me. Now, I know for those people that are here that are young, they're going, really? Yeah, you know, but that's what he said. I was young. I was Isn't that out loud? Really? Isn't that funny? Yep. And so we were married for 28 years. And, you know, life happens to all of us. We know that. And for me, after 28 years, within a span of three months, not only did my marriage completely get dissolved, But my mom passed away and we short sailed our house and I had a cancer scare and 
I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I'm going to be one of those supermarket greeters. That's going to be me. Oh God. Oh <laughs> I had a vision of that. And then I thought to myself, oh, wait a minute. I've got a superpower. I know how to network. I know how to use LinkedIn. And so I literally pulled myself up and I said, okay, I had a friend who was really doing well with selling life insurance. And I called her up and I said, hey, can you make money doing this? And she said, yes. And I said, great. So I went out, I got my life insurance license. And where did I go? I went to LinkedIn because I knew that the people that had mortgages needed life insurance. And I was selling the kind that you didn't have to die to use. So all I did was go to the mortgage people and say, hey, are you working with anybody to help your clients with mortgage insurance? Because the reality is that most people that get mortgage insurance or life insurance, the life insurance dies before they do. And I sell the kind that you don't have to die to use. So within six weeks, I was making $6,000. Within a year, I was making six figures. And I figured out two things. Number one, I didn't like selling life insurance. It really wasn't fun. <laughs> Number two, I created a system that was easily duplicatable. It was a way that people could present themselves as the only logical choice and get appointments so they get off the revenue roller coaster. But this is the best part of the story. So fast forward to a little over six and a half years ago, and my husband and I reconnected. And we ended up getting married again. And when we got married, he said to me, I have only one request. I said, what's that? He said, please make more money than me. I love this. <laughs> so I retired him from his very large corporate job in October of 2020. He was a general manager of a very large company. And he's very happily retired. And I'd like to say, I have a husband, a husband, didn't have to change my name and the kids are ours. And the system that I teach is exactly what retired him and allowed us to move to Carlsbad. So there you go. Mic drop. <laughs> I love you right now. That's probably one of the best presentations that I have ever had on my radio show without a lot of prompting. Girlfriend, you just walked away with it. So now I've got a lot of people watching live and I'm curious about what is this sure method? What is it that you do so well and how can we all access it? Because I'm certainly making zero context off of LinkedIn. I always have really not my forte would have no idea what to do. And I'm going to say without hesitation, my audience doesn't either. I've got all these people watching. Come on, April. I got a whole bunch of people watching. Do any of you while you're watching right now, use LinkedIn for business and let's answer some questions from Rhonda. So in our limited time together, because I know you also teach a training, what's a couple of big tips that you can leave us with? Well, the first thing is, you know, I, I jokingly say Forbes that many, many people are in the LinkedIn Witness Protection Program, which means that the way they show up on LinkedIn is nobody knows what they do, how they present themselves, and their information isn't even current. I can't tell you how many profiles I go to and the website that they put up is a dead link. The phone number is wrong and it looks like they're looking for a job. And yet these are amazing entrepreneurs that are in your media, media, media mastery. Yeah, I know I've got something right now who's saying they're not using LinkedIn. I don't think it's a very sexy uh, platform for some odd reason. I don't know. April, it isn't says, sexy. April just said, I'm changing my profile picture right now. <laughs> Well, here's the deal. You have a, if you have a professional headshot, you're 36 times more likely to get somebody to send you a message. So one of the things that happens with LinkedIn is you will get checked out, particularly for speakers. 
you know, everybody has a message. And are people going to go find you to invite you to speak? Probably not. But will they check you out? Absolutely. And what are they looking for? They're looking for that third-party testimonial that says, you know, this Forbes, it gave the most amazing talk. When I worked with Forbes, I was able to book XYZ. I got XYZ. It doesn't matter. So you want to go on that profile and answer the questions that are in your prospect's mind. And the problem that most people have is, you know what? Nobody teaches you how to do a LinkedIn profile. I mean, really, when we graduated school, did anybody ever tell us how to balance a checkbook? No. No, they didn't do anything. Absolutely. Certainly not LinkedIn profiles, but yes. Right. So, so that's the, the basis of it. Once you have a LinkedIn profile that positions you as the expert you are, that's the pl- just like with the story, right? When you have your backstory, uh-huh. right? You can take that and just like you teach, you can create a 15 second, a 30 second, 45 second, 60 second pitch. You're the pitch queen. Well, once you have that amazing LinkedIn profile, you can then go out and generate as many appointments that you want with the right people. And in 30 minutes, let's do the math for a second. Imagine that you're an entrepreneur and you need more clients. Oh, and what, an idea. To, what an idea. I'm sorry. Let's what just, an idea, let's right? For a second. Yes. And you talk to two people a day and you're not selling. You are not selling. I mean, really, when you talk about spin gym, you're not selling. What do you say? Try this. Right. I have one. Right. Try this. So imagine for a moment that you know what to say in those 30 minutes with that person. Well, all you do is just be quiet and wait for them to say, hey, Forbes, how do I learn more about working with you? I'd like to know more. Oh, great. Let's set up another call. So once you have that LinkedIn profile down, you know that you're showing up like the superstar you are. Then I take you into my sure method, which is a sure thing to book those two to 20 appointments every single week. Wow, I'm a little blown away here because I'm just looking at my profile and um, wow, I think this is amazing. Well, one of my girls writes here, your resume is amazing, but your profile stinks. Not me, but that she's writing about her own, what somebody said about her. <laughs> I, when I discovered LinkedIn, I thought there's something genius about it because if you don't really understand all the buttons, you can put your entire resume up there. You're allowed to put videos and pictures. You can really paint an amazing profile uh, in that world, but I don't think I've ever really generated. Do you, when you go to generate links, given your method, is it more outbound that you're doing or are you more searching people and connecting to them? It, it, that's a great question. And it really depends on what you do. So I'll give you an example. One of my clients, I gave a talk to a group of expert witnesses. And this was a woman who has more credentials after her name than you could ever imagine. Jacqueline does handwriting analysis for attorneys to determine fraud and all these other things. Now, this is one of the most qualified professional women you could ever find. And yet, she looked like she was in the LinkedIn Witness Protection Program. So I upgraded her profile, and she calls me like two weeks later, and she goes, Rhonda, you're not going to believe this. I just had three attorneys reach out to me that want to hire me. Now, that's not going to be the rule. However, when you do something very specific and people are searching for something that you do, you'll get found. But the other side of that is being outbound, right? You will then have people that will absolutely accept your connection request and your invitation to have a one-on-one 
to get to know each other because you never know what resources you can share, mm -hmm. right? So you're just positioning yourself as a resource. I, I think of it like a bank. You can't walk into a bank and ask to withdraw money unless you've made a deposit. So you're just making that goodwill deposit of being a resource. That's really, that's the very, very first starting point of it. Right, we're going to take a break in a couple of minutes here. I just want to, so a couple of things that I'm curious about LinkedIn, which I guess I didn't realize. I love the idea. And for those of you who are not using this resource, number one, you should reach out to Rhonda and we're going to give you information on how to do that. She also has a free gift. Will you tell us what that is and where we can find it? We'll put it in the show notes as well. Yeah, actually, probably the, the easiest thing is I have a LinkedIn planner and you can just go to, it's so easy, www.com theshuremethod.com and you can get the LinkedIn planner right there, download it and there you go. It's got a lot of great stuff in there. Also, you're giving away something free as well. Can we find that there or do we have to go to the Posting for Profit Masterclass? That's the other free gift. So you can get my 52 ways to leverage LinkedIn and we'll put the, it's a little bit hard to spell, it's posting, P-O-S-T-I-N-G, the number four, profit, P-R-O-F-I-T, masterclass.com forward slash gift. And there you will find 52 ways to leverage LinkedIn. All my secrets, all in that one little book. And we, uh, look, she, April, one of my girls writes, my, the angel sent you, Rhonda. She's very, very excited about you. And I am too, because I've never had this conversation before. I remember when Mari like, had the corner on Facebook. You are definitely this to LinkedIn. I've never had this conversation. I didn't know there was somebody I could talk to about this. Because when we come back, my next question is LinkedIn groups posting I'm still kind of confused about all that. So I hope you will shed some light on those intricacies. Uh, and But we have one minute before we take a break. So you guys who are watching, what I would love you to do if you love this episode, we're certainly on iTunes, Pandora, everywhere you can find, as, as well as Voice America. Share this with somebody that you love. Judging by my live reactions, people are hungry for this information. Don't keep it to yourself. Tell everybody about the Forbes Factor. We focus on health wealth and happiness and guess what today i've got all three oh yeah all right don't go away we'll be right back after this message be sure to friend us on facebook you can do it right now visit facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for us at keyword voice america if you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight-toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. 
That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. All right, everybody. We are back, and we are answering the big LinkedIn question. Some of you didn't even know that was a social media. Yeah, so instead of just hanging out on a clubhouse and yakking away or posting pretty pictures, you want to make money, get resources, connect to people, and up your revenue. Ah, what a concept. I've got the queen of that with me right here. Please welcome back to the stage, Miss Rhonda Sure, Sure. The Sure Method. Sure. I'm sure. Are you sure? I'm sure. I'm totally sure. <laughs> I love it. I just think you're such a ball of energy. And what I love about you is you have, I can feel that you're, you have such a desire to help. And, and- I do. I do. I love helping people. The greatest thing that happens is when I get a call from one of my clients and they go, oh my God, I just landed a $10,000 client. This is amazing. It works. It's like, yes, I love this. That's a win because, you know, one of the things I say, and I got this from one of my mentors, um, is when you shine, I shine. And that's what Joel Bauer taught me. Joel said, when you shine, I shine. And I love that because it's not about me. It's really about the success of the students. You know, I've never met Joel. How important is it having great mentors and teachers for you? Oh, my gosh. You know what? I would not be where I am today if it wasn't for mentors. And I am constantly investing with coaches and bettering myself because the more that I get, the more I can share with others. So I just think it's probably the best investment that you could ever make. Is in yourself with coaches and with mentors. I agree. There's so much insight that you would never know in fast tracking. And that's what that's one reason I love to teach. I'm loving what you have to share. I highly recommend. And I know we're training with each other, which is just so beautiful. All right, let's go back to the dreaded LinkedIn. Sorry, it just is to me. Let's do a reframe on that. And let's All right. the amazing LinkedIn. Well, it really, it actually really, really is. Um, one of the cool things about LinkedIn, and I love this part of it, uh, because I'm I'm a good puzzle piecer which means that LinkedIn shows you somebody's profile and then it shows also viewed or connected to. And if you have the wherewithal, you can literally probably get to anybody you want to if you spend some time inside this platform, yes? Yes, and you know, it's interesting because if you have the paid version of LinkedIn, you can see who views your profile. So you might not think that there's gold in that. However, I pay close attention to who views my profile. And one day I noticed, because I look every day, And I looked and I saw, wow, I don't know this person. So I clicked and looked at their profile and I thought, wow, we've been connected for a really long time. I'm curious why they looked at my profile. And guess what they had? A phone number. Can you imagine? They actually have a phone. So I I called the person and I said, hey, this is Rhonda Schur. You just looked at my LinkedIn profile because it tells you how often, you know, how long ago they looked. So it was like literally 10 minutes. I said, you know, we've been connected since I don't remember what the date was. And I'm curious, what prompted you to look at my profile? And the gentleman said, oh, my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. I was looking for another Rhonda. And I said, oh, he said, wait a minute, give me a minute. And he looked at my profile and he said, you know, I don't think that there are any coincidences in life. I think I need you. Could we set up a call? Because I think I need to hire you. So, again, all I did was just look at who looked at me reached out because there must have been a reason we had common connections we had a lot of things and one of the things i teach is how to read a linkedin profile most people don't know how to read a linkedin profile there's a way to do it okay what does that mean what does that mean so that means when you look at a profile one of the first things that you want to look at is well who are the common connections you know who do we share in common got it 
Second, when did we connect? Okay. Then you want to look at some of the things they put on there. So I remember not that long ago, there was a gentleman who had on his profile that he mentored the boys and girls. It was big brothers and big sisters, big brothers and big sisters. And it turned out that at the time, my daughter worked for Big Brothers Big Sisters, and she was doing a huge fundraiser for them because that was her job. And I said, wow, you've been a mentor for this long. My daughter works for them, and she's doing her huge fundraiser. And he said, well, can you give me a link? I'll donate $100. Oh, my God. You're a mom. You want to talk about mom points? I just like the jackpot on that one. Because this guy donated 100 bucks to my daughter's charity that she was working with. But what it did for me is it gave me instant rapport because I took the time to see where he was spending his time volunteering. Wow. So you have, to, you have to look idea. at it. Oh, I love that. It gave me instant rapport because I took the time to see. Got it. Wow. Wait, hang on a second. Oh, I love that. I'm sorry. I'm listening to us on the other line. Um, I just think that's genius. I think if you, you know, it really allows, I can see how as a networker that you, this is just definitely your platform. All right. Now let's talk about posting because when I looked at LinkedIn for me, and so you want to talk about your, you want to be able to fix your profile and make it work for you. That's one okay. thing I know you teach and preach and yelled at me about. Um, With love. I know. And I totally get it. And I, you know, when you can help somebody, you guys sometimes have to knock on their head going, hello, McFly, let's get going here. Um, because I'm not generating two to five leads per day. And I think everybody listening is going to go, wait, I want to know more. And so just to be clear, one of the things that we can do to learn more is to reach out to you to get your show. Connect with me. Yeah. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, reach out to me just through LinkedIn, or you can even send me an email. My email is so easy. It's linkedindiva at gmail.com. How simple is that? Talk about branding. Now, there's a whole posting element. Explain that because I don't get it. So here's the thing with posting, all right? There are lots and lots of people that are posting out there. And what I do, and it's very counterintuitive and it works, is I post things that are motivational, and inspirational. And I put a spin on them that relate to what I do. So let me give you a real life example. I put a post up about two weeks ago, and it was just a very cool photo, a static photo. And it said, it's never too late to. And it talked about, you know, take up dancing, start a new career, whatever. It was just a really cool little post. And all the credits were there of, you know, where the photo came from. And so I took that post, the picture, put it on my LinkedIn. And I said, it's never too late to start posting on LinkedIn. It's never too late to upgrade your profile. It's never too late. I just started taking ballroom dancing with my husband. Mm -hmm. It's never too late to take ballroom dancing lessons. It's never too late to. And then I said, I invited the people that are following me because it's like a muscle. You know, you've got to build it. I said, fill in the blank. It's never too late to. Well, Forbes, that one little photo, with that one post generated that we're not looking at views because you can't see the views. Think of a view like a billboard. You're driving down the freeway, you see a billboard. The only reason you're gonna take action on that billboard is if it applies to you. So the last time I took action on a billboard was before COVID. It said, Cher is coming to Las Vegas. And it was our anniversary. So I said to my husband, Cher is coming to Vegas. He goes, how do you know? I said, I saw it on a billboard. The next thing I know he had booked and we saw Cher right before COVID hit. Uh, we don't care about the views, but we care about the likes. Yeah. So that one little post had 105 people that clicked the like button, right? Wow. Well, guess what? 
you, and I mean you, because it's me or you, it's my post, but you want to see who the 105 people are that like that, you can see it. You can? Oh, that's you can. Cool. So now, here's the really cool part. I already know that these are people that took the time to actually stop and say, hey, I really like that. And some people commented and some people even reshared it. So the, the process is that now that you have this great profile, you reach out. So let's say you like that post, right? And maybe you commented and you said, it's never too late to start getting your pitch down. Right. Because you had Jack LaLanne's wife on, right? I mean, yeah. she wrote a book at 97 or however old she is, right? Yeah. It's, it's never too late to master your pitch. It's never too late to start eating right, whatever it happens to be. And I see that you took the time to comment. So you know what I would do? I would send you a message and I'd say, hey, Forbes, thanks so much for taking the time to comment on my post. You know, we've been connected since. I'd love to just jump on a call. I promise I'm not going to sell you anything. I just like to get to know you better and see how we can support each other. I'm going to drop a link to my calendar. You're going to click, look at my profile, go, she's the real deal. And you're on my calendar, just like that. Now, let me just ask you a question, because I only have so much time to do that. When you're doing that, obviously, you do want a connection. You do want to enroll people into what you're up to. What's your closing rate when you do that with people? Well, that's a really good question because the truth is that on that call, I'm not selling anything. Remember, I'm making a deposit in the bank. I'm creating relationship. And how do I do that? Well, I actually use you, all right? A lot of times what I'll say is, you know, are you challenged with your pitch? Every Sunday, Forbes Riley has this amazing program. Let me just give you a link. You can go over there on a Sunday afternoon for two hours. I promise you'll get so much fun. You'll meet some cool people. And, uh, you know, and so now what did I do? I created a way to follow up. It gave something of value, right? Yep. And then they're going to say, and oftentimes this is what happens. They'll say, you know what, Rhonda, I'd love to know more about what you do. Can you tell me? And I will say, integrity is my number one value. I told you this wasn't a sales call. So let's set up another call and I'm happy to share with you what I do. And I close a large number of people doing that because number one, I'm in integrity. I'm not selling them anything. And number two, I'm making a deposit in their bank by sharing one of my many, many resources. Oh, I think that this is pretty damn interesting. What are you guys thinking? I'm just noticing so many people are just loving what you are talking about. Actually, they're resharing right now. I know that sounds crazy, but I'm watching this and wow and wow. I never thought to do some of these things. You know, when you want to learn something new, where do you go? YouTube. Oh, do you? Or YouTube. Or I, um, I, I like to say I have ALD, Addictive Learning Disorder. So I'm a... a oh, girlfriend, for- drop the mic on that one. ALD. Oh, God, yes. So I'm a, like, I spent three days last week with a gentleman named Jay Souter, right? I met Jason, another networking thing that he had a free three day event. Now I knew he was going to be selling a $25,000 program, but you know what? I learned so much about presentation skills from what he was doing. And guess what I did, Forbes? What did you do? I saw all the names of the people that I was interested in, and they sent them a LinkedIn request and said, hey, I saw you on the three-day. Love to get to know you. We already share XYZ. I booked about 10 calls with people from that three-day workshop. How cool was that? Girl, you're just a a networker after my own heart. I hope that you guys all... Now, do you think that this is a skill that you're born with, or do you have to learn it, do you think? I think you have to learn it. 
but I think it's true of anything. You know, it, it's interesting. I told you my husband and I are taking ballroom dancing. So we've gone to two one-on-one lessons, right? And I, I said, oh, I feel so out of my element. I am just feeling like such a klutz. And he said, you know, and the dance instructor was saying we were doing great. And I said, well, you know what? If we keep doing this, we're going to get really good at this because we're going on a cruise to Alaska and we don't want to embarrass ourselves. So it's a muscle. You know, when I first started with LinkedIn and I started posting, I didn't know what I was doing, but I hired a couple of mentors. And again, you know what? I'm only investing in myself because everything I learn, I get to share with other people. And that's all about paying it forward. All right. Now, there was also something about LinkedIn groups. Are you in that world at all? I don't do a whole lot with groups, but there are some really, really, really great groups. Um, groups have had a very interesting evolution on LinkedIn. They were very, very big for a long time. They were extremely popular. And then they just totally dropped off. And now they're coming back. And one of the great things about groups is, number one, you have to really come with a giver's mindset. So yes. you want to go in there and you want to comment and like on other people's stuff, just like you say love on people. You say yep. that. That's what we want to do. We want to love on other people's posts and we want to comment on them. And then you have the ability to kind of bypass the connection because you can, if you're in the same group with somebody and you're coming from integrity, you can actually send them a message. So you may not even be connected to that person, but you can send them a message within that group so that you can start that relationship. So groups do have huge value. And there are a lot of people on LinkedIn that will do their groups in Facebook because it's interesting to know how many people that are on LinkedIn are also on Facebook. So here's a, here's a great little tidbit. I call people on LinkedIn that don't do anything in long-term parking. They're there. They don't really pay attention. They're in long-term parking. Now, try and send that person. Go on Facebook and send them a message through Facebook Messenger. You'll get them like that. So say, hey, I try to reach you on LinkedIn. Guess you're not paying too much, spending too much time there. But I do have something I want to ask you or I'd like to know more about. So, again, I'm not selling because if you're selling, then they don't want to talk to you. But if you do it the other way, guess what? They'll respond like that. Everybody responds on Messenger. All right, so I love my messaging on LinkedIn. I think it's genius, but I find so many people just put in these spammy kind of conversations, which I just think, why would you do that? Um, explain what the etiquette should be in terms of LinkedIn messaging. Well, it's really no different than if you were out and about in person. You always want to come from a place of value. You want to, per that's why I say read the profile, you know, make it personal and make sure you know, just like you're going to a networking meeting, you have a goal. You know who you want to meet. You know who you want to interact with. Well, in the message, be very specific. Remember, people don't have a lot of time, and that's our most valuable resource that anybody has. So when you're, you know, I filled a webinar. I was doing a webinar promoting my webinar, Posting for Profit. So I sent out 200 invitations on LinkedIn to a very specific audience. It was executive coaches and coaches and speakers, because I knew that my course would benefit them. And I was only inviting them to a free webinar, which, you know what, you didn't even need to buy the course, you could get plenty out of that free webinar. Well, I got 200 people to go to Eventbrite to sign up and 100 people to show up. Really? All use it. Yep. 
and they all stayed until the end. That was amazing. I was like, wow, I can't even get my kids to stay until the end of a sentence. And I've got all these people staying well, okay. the One of the reasons they stayed, my girl, is that you are so damn engaging and so full of great nuggets. And I can tell you just come from this beautiful place. Um, when you reached out to them, did you personalize? Did you put their first name in? What might be I a little- did. Yeah. I did. I put their first name in. I also specifically said, there's going to be a tremendous amount of takeaway for an executive coach like you. So I put the time in, you know, it was very personalized. And I did a couple of little things that, you know, really made it so that they would respond, you know, and I didn't put a lot of extraneous things in there because I realized that people are busy and we only respond to those things that get our attention. So what's some of the biggest mistakes that you see people make on LinkedIn? Oh, that's my favorite question. It's the spraying and praying. So I, I so here's an example. I had a, a so one of the things, here's a great tip, okay? It, when you put your education down, I, when I do a profile for somebody, I never put the year that you graduated. Do you know why? Because they'll figure out how old I am. And I pay a plastic surgeon way too much money for Botox for anybody to know. Well, you need a stand-up show, girlfriend. You are freaking funny as shit. You're just off the chart. That's but, but it's true. So when you look at a LinkedIn profile, right? and you have all of that information on there. I don't put the year that I graduated, right? What was the question? Now I just totally went off. You got me. Well, no, no, one of the biggest problems that, that people, that one of the biggest things that people miss. Oh, oh, right. Okay, so this, so this, this 25-year-old, because I can see when he graduated college, sent me a message that said, hey, Rhonda, I'd love to be able to help you with your financial plans towards retirement. Uh, I'd love to set up a call. This is his introduction to connect. Let's connect and let me help you plan retirement. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. You're younger than my children. You want me to get financially naked with you and I don't even know you. Hello. So I wrote him back and I actually said, um, you know, I'd love to just tell you that this might not be the best approach. You might want to just say, came across your profile, love to know more about you. And I said, because I know you're young, I would love to give you 30 minutes of my time to help you really leverage LinkedIn and maybe you'll get a better response. And he didn't, he, he actually didn't respond, but that's one of the biggest mistakes is you don't know me. You haven't put anything in there about it. And if you did, you would actually see how long I've been working. So, you know, I'm probably older than your mother. And, you know, it's, it's like, why do you want, you want to help me get retired. And yet, you know, you're 25. (laughs) I know I get the craziest comments from people, but it's always like, we're, we're working right now, guys. Uh, we're coming down to the very end of our show, which is amazing. I've had the greatest time talking to you. We are talking with LinkedIn expert, Rhonda Sher, the Sher Method. Um, people want to call you Sher all the time, I know. And leveraging this very, I want to say, underutilized, underglamorized social media. It's like just there for most people. There was a time I remember when I was using it a lot and then it kind of fell off. But as I'm realizing that that's where all the business people are talking about business, wanting to connect, wanting to up level. And so what's one of the strategies that we, now that we've got this, okay, I remember about LinkedIn, I'm going to go dive in there. We only got a few minutes left. What should we as entrepreneurs be thinking about? So I'll use one of my clients, Scott, as an example, because one of the things that most people don't do, and this kind of ties in with what you teach is, you know, really getting personal. So Scott is a commercial real estate broker who does very, very well, but he had never touched LinkedIn. And when we started working together, I said, Scott, you know what? You should be sharing 
some personal stuff about yourself. And he was like, really? And I said, yeah. So he did a post with a picture of a little Cessna airplane. And it said, okay, LinkedIn community, I'm going to get my pilot's license before I turn 50. I'd love you to hold me accountable. Now, in this case, it wasn't about a quantity, it was the quality. So he had about 15 people that actually commented and liked his post, right? And he came back to me and he said, oh my God, this is amazing. So he posted a second time with a picture of a lesson and the likes went up to like 82. Well, he increased his business that year by 27%. He added an additional seven figures to his business and he wrote me a recommendation to that fact. Why? Because he actually shared something personal about his life because it's all about relate relatability. That's what you teach. So if I would say there's one thing you want to do, you know, just be a little bit open. If you look on my profile, it actually says, I'm the luckiest gal around. I was able to marry my husband twice. I have a husband and a husband. And I open that up because it's a piece of conversation. And the story behind it is how I created the Sure Method. So you want to be able to share. And if you're doing it in posts, you know, find those people who you think are your ideal client, your ideal prospect. Right. And there's a little bell. Most people don't know this. It's a little bell in the corner of your profile. And I if you... Yeah, so you click follow and then you click the bell. And guess what happens? In your feed, you get that person's stuff. And then all you need to do is like and comment and you will start getting the attention of the person who you want to notice you. You stay top of mind. I'll, I did not know what the bell was for. I just learned that's a huge new trick right now. That's pretty crazy. Guys, if you have not really explored LinkedIn, I remember having a lot of fun when I started, but I stopped doing it. I put up all the pictures. Here's another thing that's crazy and I think this is a helpful tool, my little tip, is under recommendations. Talk to me about giving and getting recommendations. I love that question. So here's the deal about recommendations. Forbes, have you ever walked out of your car and looked down and you saw a $20 bill? You're like, yes, this is awesome, right? You found 20 bucks. Well, when somebody gives you a LinkedIn recommendation that you weren't expecting, guess what? It's oh, yeah. like finding a $20 bill all day long because guess that what happens is that person becomes top of mind. Now, here's a secret sauce. A lot of people are in what I call that long-term parking, right? They don't pay attention to LinkedIn. So let's say I'm going to give you an amazing recommendation for it. I think I already did. But if I hadn't, I would. All right. and, and maybe you don't pay attention to LinkedIn. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send you an email and I'm going to say, hey, Forbes, I've been delinquent. You know what? I've gotten so much value from media mastery. I've gotten so much value from getting shit done. And I have not acknowledged you for that. So I wrote a LinkedIn recommendation for you. Here's the link. And oh by God. the way, if you want any changes, let me know. Now, all you have to do from that, from that email is click on it. And you're like, whoa. And your whole day is like, wow, I got a recommendation. This is so cool. You could go do this for everybody all day long. Okay, you guys don't understand. This ad, that is the coolest tip. I'm talking about giving before you get. Oh my God. What a great way to pop into people's worlds. Yeah, you stay top of mind. It's amazing. And then one of my, and I also studied NLP with Stacey O'Byrne. And Stacey has this great saying. You know what she says? Yeah. Make your ask, A-S-K, bigger than your butt. Right? I love that. Make oh, your ask cute. bigger like than your butt. So when you ask for a recommendation, what you want to do is tell them why you want that. So I ask my clients to say, hey, I'm working with a LinkedIn expert, Rhonda Schur, and she suggested that because you've said such great things about me, 
It would just mean the world to me if you would write a recommendation. Oh, oh, okay. Drop the mic. I'm so doing this. I'm so doing this. Everybody right now, that's going to be my big task. Oh my gosh. Never thought to do that either. It's a great place to put recommendations. I'm all about doing that as well. Yeah. I mean, I have 176 recommendations on my LinkedIn profile. So when somebody says, hey, Rhonda, why should I work with you? I go, go read 176 recommendations. They all didn't lie. Oh, I love this, guys. We've got two minutes left, Rhonda. Give me some, give me some thoughts for the world. My, my thoughts for the world are, you know what? Go find somebody that, you, that knows you, that likes you, that believes in you, and even sends you referrals. And tell them, my favorite four words, I need your help. And say, you know what? I'd love to refer business to you, and I, and I do refer business to you, but I want you to tell me, look at my profile. And if you knew that somebody was going to look at that, would you still feel just as comfortable sending them to me? If you knew that they were going to make a decision based on looking at the profile, because the truth is when we make referrals, it's a reflection of us. So if you don't have a LinkedIn profile that is a reflection of who you are, do one of two things, take it down or fix it up because you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. Oh my God. Well, number one, I don't see a recommendation from you. I'm going to ask and for everybody listening, go to my LinkedIn, pop that in. If you love the show, go to Rhonda's and tell her what you think of her. Uh, to be really clear, if you want to know more about the sure method, S H E R method.com, that is how you get connected to the beautiful Rhonda. And of course she does have a free gift as well. The link will be posted. Uh, we're running out of time. I got to go, which is so crazy. So I'll Last leave you with my favorite words. Yes. If you're not LinkedIn, you are left out. No, drop the mic, my girl. I love you guys. Thank you so very much for spending this time with me here on The Forbes Factor. I'll see you again next time. Oh, sending you mass amounts of love. I love you all, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for making The Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.